The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Raising teens alone can be brutal. It becomes easier when you are co-parenting with the universe. Hi, welcome back to Co-Parenting with the Universe. This is your host, Muriel Felous. And today we're going to talk about tapping into co-parenting with, into co-parenting with the universe or tapping for co-parenting with the universe. I'll explain what tapping is. I'll give you a link if you want to see a visual as we're going to do a, a, a short session here in this episode to help you when things suck. And I want to remind you that the opportunity to get a free month in the Co-Parenting with the Universe membership is still available to you when you put a review on iTunes for this new show, which I transitioned from another show, and send me a Snapchat. No, no it's not just... How, how do you call it? Uh, a screen, sorry, a screenshot. I'm spending too much time with my teens and their their apps. I'm not on Snapchat, but they are. Um, send me a screenshot and I'll send you the link to get the free month and the live workshop workshop access that we're going to do, as well as all the access to the library of tools. So that's uh, for your uh, thank you present for putting the review. And today we're going to talk about tapping and we're going to do a short tapping session. So I know some of you, if you are coming, if you're listeners from my former podcast, Single Moms Doing It All, you know what tapping is because I've talked about it. If you're in my Facebook group, you've seen it because I put short tapping sessions to help you, but maybe you're new to it. And that's funny because I was since I was recovering from COVID, I was on Netflix a lot. And I was re-watching a series that is inspired from uh, uh, Spanish telenovelas called Jane the Virgin. And in one of the latest, the last few episodes, they were talking about tapping and I was like, yes, it's becoming mainstream. That's such a powerful tool with now a lot of scientific study and backup to justify the fact that it has the potential to rewire your brain and your nervous system and to literally dissolve blocks that have been hanging out in your system for years. It 
as I'm getting certified in clinical uh, tapping, which is way the the very serious version of it that is also uh, recognized as <clears throat> additional credits for nurses and thera therapists, etc. Um, I learn about the way we can use it to heal PTSD for veterans and other people who suffer trauma. So it's a very, very potential tool. And if you've learned, if you listen to the first episode of this podcast where I told my story, you know that I used it a lot to bounce back from depression. And I use it for years in my life. I use it on my kids when they let me do it, which is frankly... Uh, two of them only, because my oldest one doesn't want to hear about it. And even though she learned about it when she did her psychology degree, but that's not her thing, to each, uh, to each their own. <clears throat> that is a way, as a mom, to practice detachment and acceptance when it's your own kid. So I use it a lot. And I've seen miracles and magnificent results, both on myself, on my kids, on my clients, in the membership, etc. So today I thought that I could give you a short tapping session. And I'm putting in the description of this episode a video introduction that I made for you about tapping, if you're not familiar with it. So you can click on that. As well as in that playlist, there are a lot of tapping sessions that I put on YouTube for you to use as a resource for several aspects of our life as moms, our life while dealing with COVID, etc. <coughs> Sorry, still recovering from COVID. And I used tapping while I was recovering from COVID. I used tapping when I was in pain. I used tapping to because I was having heart palpitation and difficulty breathing since I have asthma, seasonal asthma when I was sick. I used tapping a lot because it has such an impact on, on the body. So tapping is a combination of ancient wisdom using the acupuncture meridians that acupuncturists have been using for thousands of years and aspects of modern psychology because it's aspects of exposure therapy and cognitive behavior therapy, so some element of it. And when you combine those two, you have the ability to break neural associations in your brain with certain topics or certain past events or past experience, memories, its areas of life, etc. Fear. It's amazing, for example, for the fear of public speaking, uh, fear of flying. So it breaks the association at a brain level, at a neurons level, and install a more neutral one as a response in your body regarding that topic or event or memory. And all that is done through using two or three fingers and literally slightly tapping on certain points, mainly on your face and on the top of your body. So I'm going to explain the points, but if you want a visual, you can go to liveeft.club and you'll see a demonstration, a video that I 
created for you. Because there is, you know what, we're going to do a simple version today in this episode for the sake of it being audio. We're going to start tapping directly on the face and I'm going to explain the points right now. And what we're going to do today, we're going to calm the nervous response regarding anything in your life that sucks. Um, for me, I used it about the fact that I have COVID in the worst practical time in my life. <coughs> and where I was, I was kind of annoyed. I was mad at God, mad at the universe. And as you know, maybe you don't know because I haven't said it in this podcast, but every emotion is potentially a message from ourselves to ourselves. It's a message about something that we are either afraid of or a boundary that has been crossed, or it's something to let us know that we are not always functioning in our, in our highest interest, responding to our highest uh, potential with the highest vibration and the most resourceful way. So I don't believe that some emotions are noble and others are, are not. They all have a role to play and it's extremely dangerous to ignore or repress emotions because they will bounce back. They will either create some stuck energy in your body in the form of disease. And there is a lot of that in autoimmune diseases. Or, for example, if we talk about anger, they're going to come, come back and slap you in the face like uh, the analogy, that uh, the metaphor that a lot of people are using about repressed emotions is like mentioning a ball underwater. And when your attention is distracted by something and you don't put enough pressure, you don't look at what you're doing, you let go and the ball will punch you back in the face. So if an emotion is maintained under the surface in our shadow, what is called based on Carl Jung's teaching about all the aspects of us that we don't like, that we hide somewhere under the surface in ourselves that we don't want to know about ourselves. Or there are aspects that we are afraid to express that are amazing about us, but we are afraid to express because we've been taught in our childhood that it was not acceptable. When we expected the least and we're under pressure and our attention is and energy is taken somewhere else, it will come back and slap us in the face. That's the case, for example, I remember when I first divorced, I broke a chair one day because I was so angry. And it had nothing to do with what was going on. It had everything to do about the anger regarding my marriage that had. So it has a lot to do with some past stuff that I hadn't dealt with and that I had repressed. Because I don't know about you, but in many, many families, as kids, anger is not okay. And that's something that I tried to change with my kids to where I always told them it's okay to express anger as long as you don't hurt anybody, not others and not yourself. So go punch your pillow. And I know that my son, when he was becoming a teenager and he had a lot of anger and hormones and stuff, punched the walls. 
So I had him fix the walls because that's not okay either. And he hurt his hand. Um, so learning to express anger in a healthy and um, a, let's say a positive way because it has to flow out. It has to flow through and out. That's the way to express it. So it doesn't stay stuck. And when we have not done that and something else is happening, we overreact because it has to do with something from the past, not what's really going on. It's like having a volcano and suddenly all that lava under the surface that hasn't been evacuated and it can be anger, sadness, whatever, will erupt at the worst moment. So tapping helps with that, with stuff that are stuck. And maybe when something happens with your teen, so in the past episodes we've talked, uh, actually I talked in, the, in my previous podcast about starting a new school year because we started the school year with COVID still being in the picture and we're not sure what's going to happen. Are we going to go back to online school? Maybe. Are we, is it um, potentially difficult and dangerous to go to school because of the new variant of the, the virus? Probably. So there is a lot of uncertainty. Are we ever going to go back to life as it was before? We don't know. And all does. All this can be upsetting, and that sucks. I agree. It does suck. But staying into the that sucks and into resistance will only play against us, both on a health level and on a life experience, enjoyment, quality of life, and even, frankly, on our results, because if we're stuck in there, we don't have our all self available to create the best results that we want. So I thought today I would stay very general, and I would say that thing, that sucks, but with tapping, the more specific you are, the better it is. <coughs> Sorry. <clears throat> and as I said, that sucks, you replace with, I don't know, starting a new a school year that may be online. Give a title to whatever you're struggling with that you think sucks. That new way of doing school, that living with COVID, that not being able to travel, like I have some friends who are struggling with that. Uh, that not being able to make plans. That inability, to, that uncertainty. Um, I know my mom is struggling with that. And apply your thing to that short session. I'll do that in audio here. If you want more visual stuff, you can go in my Facebook group, coparentingwiththeuniverse.com. You'll see other sessions. And we're going to do it very short, especially because you're starting. So two things now that I want to explain before we start. First, 
the tapping points. So we said two or three fingers. You can tap with both hands on both sides of the face or one hand on one side. It doesn't matter which side. Whatever is comfortable and logical to you. The first point is at the basis of the eyebrow, just above the nose where the eyebrow is beginning. The other next point is on the side of the eye on the bone with two or three fingers on that bone while touching the corner of the eye. The third point is under the eye, midway under the eye on the bone, in the middle of your um, eye. I mean, the um, length of the eye, like in the middle on the bone. The next point is under the nose, between nose and mouth. Next, under the mouth, in the crease here on the chin. And then the next one is fill your collarbones with your fingers and go maybe not even an inch below where it's soft, where there is flesh. So there you tap with three fingers. Next, under the arm where the bra line would be for a woman, you tap with three fingers, one side, two sides, doesn't matter. And the last one is on the, on the head, on the top of the head. So I will point, I will tell the points as I do it. Again, if you want a visual, go to liveeft.club and you'll see there is a silent video where I tap the points and you can follow with that. And the next thing, before we start, it is great to assess where you are on your level of, depending on what you're feeling, fear, annoyance, frustration, sadness about your problem. So I'm going to ask you now to think about your problem. To see on a scale of 0 to 10 how annoyed, frustrated, afraid, sad, whatever you're feeling you are. Zero being I don't feel anything. Ten being like it's overwhelming, I'm so angry, I'm so sad, or whatever you're feeling. Five in the middle. Ideally, you need to be at a five or higher to really feel the effect of tapping. So now, pause the episode and go grab that thought or that problem that you have until you really feel it in your body at a five or higher and locate where you feel it in your body. Is it in your chest, in your stomach, in your neck, in your head? Where do you feel that emotion in your body? Where does it bother you the most? So I trust that you're going to go grab that emotion and we're going to start tapping Right now, close your eyes and think about your problem. That thing, what's happening, what's bothering you? Why is it bothering you so much? Why does it suck? And now, start tapping with three fingers on the top of the head. That thing that sucks. And again, be specific. Give a title to your thing. That thing that suck, sucks. Tap on the beginning of the eyebrow. That problem in my life that sucks. <coughs> Side of the eye, corner of the eye. That thing that really sucks. 
under the eye, tap with two fingers. That is really either annoying, frustrating, sad, making me mad, whatever you're feeling. Under the nose. That thing that sucks in my life. Under the mouth. That really sucks and it shouldn't be. Under the collarbone. I don't like that thing at all. Under the arm. That really sucks and that's so unfair. And again, top of the head. I don't like that thing in my life. Eyebrow point. I don't like how I react to that thing in my life. Side of the eye. I don't like that I have to go through that. Under the eye. I don't like that I have to go through that. Under the nose. That really sucks. Under the mouth. Why do I have to go through that? Under the collarbone. That is so annoying. Under the arm. Annoying and frustrating or sad or mad or whatever you're feeling. Top of the head. That shouldn't be. Side of the eye. I don't like that for a bit. Side of the eye. I don't like it. Under the eye. I know I have no choice, but I don't like it. Under the nose. I don't like it, and nobody will force me to like it. Under the mouth. I don't like it, and that's my right. Collarbone. That sucks, and I don't like it. Under the arm. End of the story. I don't like it, and that's all. Top of the head. I don't like it. Nobody can force me to like it. Eyebrow. I don't like it. And it's bothering me a lot. Side of the eye. I don't like it, but maybe I can let go of a little bit of it. Under the eye. Maybe I can let go of some of my emotion, my anger, my sadness. Under the nose. Nope, I can't. Under the mouth. What if I could a little bit? Collarbone. I don't like it. And even if I've let go of some of it, that doesn't mean I like it. Under the arm. What if I could let go of some of it, still not liking it? Top of the head. Okay. I'll let go of some of it because it's in my way. Eyebrow. I let go of some of it because I don't want it to win. Side of the eye. I decide who wins. 
under the eye. That's already enough that that sucks. Under the nose. I don't want it to win on top of it all. Under the mouth. So I now choose to let go of some of it. Collarbone. I see it leaving my body or I feel it leaving my body. Whatever is your dominant way. Under the arm. I let it leave my body. Top of the head. At least some of it. And I feel better. Now, stop tapping. Take a deep breath. Go back to thinking about that thing that sucks and see, compared to earlier where you were on a 0 to 10, let's say you were at a 7, where do you fall now? Chances are it went down. And you can even rewind and redo that tapping session to get to a 0. If it went up, because it can happen because you were focusing on the problem, crucial. Go back, rewind, and retap until it goes down. I don't want to leave you in that state. You tap until there is at least some acceptance and some letting go. So that's what tapping is. It's very simple. It looks weird. Frankly, it looks weird. We look a little bit like monkeys, chimpanzees, tapping on our head. But when you see the effect of it on your body... You won't care anymore. You don't have to do it in public. You can do it. Sometimes when I'm getting annoyed by people and I'm somewhere, I go to the bathroom and I tap. And I just say what's going on and I say I'm okay, I'm calm or I'm safe or whatever I'm dealing with. You don't have to do it publicly. But it's simple, available, and powerful. So what, why not doing so I hope it helps. And with co-parenting with the universe, we'll use a lot of tapping to be able to get to a neutral point or even higher to higher vibrations, like the vibration of hope maybe for a problem to be solved or to find a solution or to feel better or even the gratitude in advance, which I'm going to do an episode on that because that created miracles in my life. And tapping is, frankly, one of the number one resources that I use in my coaching and in my life. So I hope that you're going to take advantage of that too, because it is, it's going to become mainstream. I know it. So start before everybody does. Have a wonderful week. Go co-parent with the universe and enjoy your life. Mwah. I'm Suzanne Giesman, and if you've ever wondered about life after death or if it's possible to connect with a higher consciousness, I invite you to join me for my podcast, Messages of Hope. It's my mission to share with you that our loved ones who have passed are always with us and we are so very loved. I want to teach you how to live a consciously connected and divinely guided life. Listen here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.